Hello and welcome back to another episode of Unqualified Movie Reviewers. My name is Brennan, I'm the host of the podcast, and today I'm joined with... Hi, I'm Tucker. That's me! <laughs> Such yeah. a lame intro. Hey, it's it's me also. Hi, I'm Andrew. <laughs> and it's it's a me, or I... Pick something original. The Mario movie. Yeah, this is a Mario movie review. This is well, this is the Mario Chris movie. Pratt. You know, Let's so we're just go. we're watching Chris Pratt again, because this movie that we're reviewing today is Guardians of the Galaxy three, or it is Volume three, but everyone's just gonna call it Guardians of the Galaxy three. No, they're gonna. But call it um, Volume three, yeah, it's so much cooler. Everybody knows this. No, Volume three is cooler. Uh, it's yeah. been a long time coming, but the series has finally come to an end. I remember seeing it originally in the movie theater. Well, actually, a drive-in movie theater. It's pretty cool. But anyways, Orion is doing the summary for today, so take it away. Oh, and just a heads mm-hmm. up, there's going to be spoilers. So if you don't want spoilers, then, you know, don't watch us. Listen, too. Well, I mean, you're, I don't know. Yeah, sure. Listen no, no, and watch. It's the same they, thing. They watch, <clears throat> they watch. They watch. They're watching the audio. <laughs> watching is just watching listening the through the eyes. That was very profound. Dude, well, it's that, true, no. though. Okay. <laughs> am I am I wow, summarying man. now? Yes, we've been waiting. Want man? Okay. Be sure to so, you know, list off who is everyone in there. Oh my Jesus Christ! Are you going to do this shit again? <laughs> I might if you oh, don't. Yeah. How about I tell the summary and then afterwards you can be like, "Oh, by the way, this is played by this." I mean, Why we do I that. Brennan, I think you should just not talk at all during the summary, and I think we'll just be better. For all right, you. all right, we'll we'll do we'll do my uh, yeah. Brendan shut up moment. So I'll just mute my microphone. Ooh, best part of the podcast. <laughs> this is my favorite. Yeah, I was about to say this is the best part. Okay, um, summary. Uh, let's see. Where do I want? I okay. So it jumps around a lot. You have uh the two main plot lines going on. So you have the main like present day, I guess, story. Even though it's technically, I guess in the future still because it's like 20 what 20 actually no it's i think it might be in 2023 because end game was five years later and that was whatever um we're in space where uh the guardians are let's see i don't even know where to start this movie is kind of all over the place there's a lot going on but um we start on nowhere um rocket is shot the head the big alien or no a big um titan head in space which is the new guardians of the galaxy base um rocket gets shot in the chest by adam warlock who was alluded to in the first guardian or no the second guardians um movie and he's from the sovereign so they're all gold people and um he's been sent to collect rocket and you discover why a little bit later but um yes rocket is shot they tried to heal him with the med packs but he gets all zappy dappy because whoever um, bioengineered him put a, a what is it called a, a override or no they put a kill switch on like his heart so if anybody tried to dig around in there he'd 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 die um, so they have to find the override code and um, a big part of the movie is finding the override code which is in this like organic base which thing called Orgo Corp. It was really gross but kind of fun. Yeah. It was it, it was, was like I, I original. It. it was it was interesting. Yeah, um, and I did not it was enjoy unique. that area one bit. That was a good love, area. Yeah, the eyes as the security cameras, that was super cool. The mushy, mushy area. Mm. And they wear oh, Among yeah. Us suits. Oh um, yeah. Not to mention reference. so uh let's see, Peter Quill is sort of mourning he's still mourning uh Gamora, even though she's like kind of back, but it's her from a different timeline, so she not she's not really back. Um, but then they mm-hmm. end up teaming up with her because she's with the Ravagers, and um, and they go in, and they get the little meatball that has all the bio code and whatever in it. Um, but it doesn't actually because it was. Wow, let's see it. it they checked it out. It didn't have it in it because one of the guys who works for the, um, what was it called? The High Evolutionary, who's the main villain in the movie, 
downloaded it into his headpiece. I don't know. I guess I should talk about the high evolution right now because that's the main driving force of the plot. Um, but it's just it's revealed Rocket's relationship with this main antagonist is revealed through sets of flashbacks of how we see him being made and we see him interacting with other um, exper- test subjects essentially who are animals who who are cybernetically engineered to be more I don't know mobile and intelligent I guess. So um, his friends no. are like, I gotta correct what? you on that. They were genetically what? engineered to just be furries. It's just furries. <laughs> it's just furries. We don't talk about that. We don't. We you don't talk about that. You know it is. You know it is. That's you know, the, you, know the, you know the you know the children's show that has the turtle as like the main character, and when they first transform the tortoise into a, a human like thing, that's all I could think of was that image. And it just, I don't know what I know you're it, talking about. I, I know, know what, what I'm talking about. about. Here, I'll, yes. I'll send a photo. I know what he's talking about. I'll probably know it's, when I see it. Yeah. But, so yeah, so there, there's Lila, there's an otter, uh, there's a walrus named Teefs, and then there's a rabbit named Floor. And those are Rocket's original friends, and he really grows to be, have a connection with them, and they're all locked in this cage together. Um and then the Grand Evolutionary, who I'm going to talk about that whole part of the story more in my, like, what I liked about the movie section, because there's a lot to talk about there. But just basically, main antagonist, he's has a god complex. He wants to create an ideal, perfect uh, society. Um, he created the Sovereign. He has created and destroyed many other civilizations in his history. Um, yes. Uh, I sent um, the photo in the, in the main chat. Wait. That's the turtle from Over the Hedge. Yeah, that guy. Oh, you're talking about that. I thought you were talking about something else. No. Yeah, what? No, I, no, I see the it. Over the Hedge turtle. I That's all it. I could think of, man. <laughs> okay. Um, Fair enough. Yes. So, but then Rocket's different from all the other test subjects because his, like, mental capacity is, like, exponentially beyond anything else. And the whole deal with him is that he has original thoughts um and problem solving skills which are not inherent in any of the other test subjects because they just know what's programmed into them but rockets like free thinking um and he solves so basically there's this contraption that turns animals into like sentient well they're already sentient but like humanoid kind of things but it doesn't work because it makes them aggressive so then rocket figures out the problem there while the grand evolutionary couldn't um and then it works he creates big furries um, out of any animal he wants from Earth. And then he creates a planet right. called they are. Chill, bruh. <laughs> they really he are cr- just furries. He, he, what was the name of the planet? It was Other Earth or... Counter Earth. Counter Earth. Yes, he makes Counter Earth, which is identical to Earth, except it's full of the furries. Um, because the, uh, uh, the high evolutionary was fascinated with Earth's like culture and stuff. Um, Which is funny because we suck, right? And and Counter Earth has the same problems that Earth does with like uh, poverty and, and drugs and meth on the streets and and that's talked about in the movie a little bit later. There's just there really is a lot, so I'm trying to make this concise, but there's just a lot to say. Um, the whole time you have the Sovereign and Adam Warlock trying to find Rocket to bring him to the Grand Evolutionary, so the Grand Evolutionary doesn't kill their whole race and their whole species. Um, while you have the Grand Evolutionaries people also trying to get them. Let's see. Eventually they go to Counter-Earth to get the guy with the thing in his head, with the, uh, the, the um, override code in his head. They go there. There's furries. Peter Quill hey, tries to drive. My um, favorite. Ah, pause, bro. Peter Quill tries to drive, but he doesn't know how to drive. And then he says the first F word in the MCU. Um, so funny. There were a bunch of little kids there, and they were like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, in our theater, there were a bunch of kids, and it was really gotta, funny. That is funny. Um, let's see. I'm definitely missing stuff. Uh, Rockets passed. Um, eventually, because the 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 machine works that turns the animals into furries, he doesn't need the. Um, I'm just using that term now because I can't think of anything better. Well, that's, what uh, they, that's what it is. Um, he doesn't need Rocket and his friends anymore who are like the sort of trial run to this whole thing. 
They're, um, so the, they're, the, they're the mediocre furries. Basically. Mm. So he goes to exterminate them. Rocket builds uh, a key because he's big brain. And then they get out and then they're about to get out and escape, but then the the high evolutionary shoots Lila and it's very sad. And then Rocket goes bonkers and he tears up the evolutionary's face. And then he picks up the gun and shoots the guards, but the guards end up shooting the rest of his friends. He escapes in a plane. He's traumatized. That's fucked up. Um, Very tragic. Let's see. Where was I? Back on Counter-Earth. Oh, boy. They split up. Peter... uh, Peter Griffin? What's your name? No. Quill. I I love Shut up. Um... Groot and Nebula go to the uh, this temple thing, which is where the evolutionary guy is, and his 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 the dude with the the the, the code in his head. Um, oh Jesus! Gamora wants to go back to the Ravagers. They leave behind Drax and uh, Mantis. Bad idea. Um, okay, they go off to the temple. They meet the high evolutionary he's like oh this place is this was my idea of uh, trying to make an ideal society and then peter's like well there's like meth on the streets dude what the heck man and then he's like yeah it has flaws so i'm gonna blow it up and then he yeah. does and the whole temple starts floating into the air and the yeah. planet starts and, exploding and then all the furries die hey, all the furries die for meth if it wasn't for meth breaking bad would not exist that's fair yeah that's true so, I would rather have Breaking Bad than no okay. meth. <laughs> that's a hot take. <laughs> that, yeah, no, um, Drax and Mantis leave, and they were supposed to be guarding Rocket, but they leave because Drax is big dumb. Um, there's he this. Big dumb. They go to the ship, and Nebula's there because she wasn't allowed on because her arm is a weapon. And they were like, um, and then they tried to get on the ship and they did. I forget how they got on there, but they got on and then they find out that there's a bunch of like weird little pale people who the grand evolutionary was, who, who, who we created to be the ideal species and they're all children and they're talking to them and whatever. And Gamora is protecting Rocket even though she doesn't really remember any of them or their her relationship with them, she kind of grows to be more fond of them. She's protecting Rocket from, like, the, the high evolutionaries robot pig thing. Adam Warlock comes in. He fights. He kills the pig. He tears off its head um, because he wants to take Rocket for himself. I said that, I said that it was John Pork, if you know who that is. <laughs> it's 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 a meme where it's like a really realistic pig looking guy and they keep saying that he commits genocide so i just kept saying it was him okay fair i'm so um, seen that it was he's all over the place i have not yeah have you not seen john pork i don't know <laughs> john oh, pork found it. dead <laughs> okay the Okay, and then Adam Warlock's mom, the High Priestess, gets blown up, and he's upset. And then he goes on the ship, and then Groot saves him. It's it's so there's just so much going on. They save Rocket because they get the code, and they jump out of the 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 floating temple, and they survive. They meaning uh, uh, Groot and Peter, and they oh, get I the code, worried. and then they save Rocket, and he's back. Yippee! And then. They they go back on the ship to rescue all the weird little pale people and their friends. The the Grand Evolutionary's people turn or the High Evolutionary, whatever. I keep saying the wrong thing. His people turn against him because he sucks. He kills them. He's bonkers. Um. And then the the floating head nowhere from earlier comes in because Kraglin is piloting it because that's a thing it can do now. And then it connects to the temple. And they get all the kids out, and they get all. And Rocket saves all the uh, animals that were locked in cages because that was a very and that was a very emotionally uh, rooted moment. And then the oh no, High Evolutionary, and then he fights him, and Rocket fights him, and then he he beats him, 
along with the help of the other guardians and they beat him up and then they and then Gamora takes off his face because when Rocket tore his face up he put on like a face mask so it was supposed to look like him but it actually he's dream, was just a mask guys. he's dream he's dream <laughs> no that's mean bro <laughs> that's so messed up he's dream um, oh Jesus uh yes and they take off the the face mask and he's like really ugly and creepy and weird looking and um look at this and then they get back to nowhere and they win the high evolutionary gets blown up in his ship and then let's see let's see let's see let's see um peter goes back home uh mantis goes off with the weird three weird those tentacle things from the second movie because those were on the ship and they, she goes off with those to discover herself or whatever. And then Rocket's the new leader of the Guardians. And Gamora also goes back to the Ravengers. Um, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. That's the whole story. Yeah. That was a bit now of a Brendan lengthy... Talk Talk Time is back on because I can uh, talk. Oh, no, no, you can leave. Yay. Yeah, you're good, Dude, man. Dude, that See was such time, torture. Oh, my gosh, I hated it. Like, just, like, not talking at all. I, I just resorted to no, texting like a whole when? bunch in the general. No, but when, man? When, when did what? Ask? Oh, Damn. I found that one. Damn, that was yeah, <clears throat> not coming, but still. Yeah, I was just going through uh, John Pork's Instagram. <laughs> he has an Instagram? <laughs> he does. I posted them in the general chat, dude. What, you, you thought that John Pork was just a meme? No, he has an Instagram, dude. He's got thousands of followers. He's been to the Met Gala, all that kind of stuff, bro. Can't believe you just know him from the meme. Doesn't do the guy justice. Anyways, <clears throat> now it, it's it's a fine time for that really fun... Well, should should I list off like who everyone is? Because you want to list off the actors, I mean that's kind of boring. Well, here's the thing: I'm gonna brutalize these names. Okay, then do it. Then you're gonna offend somebody, hopefully. <sighs> yeah, let's Yay! do Brendan's offensive name calling time. Yes, so, anyways, we wait. have Chris Pratt as Peter Quill and Mario. We have Zoe Saladana as Gamora, Will Powder as Adam Warlock. We have Karen Gillan as Nebula, Vin Diesel as Groot. I love. I just love that Vin Diesel is Groot. You know, talking about family, and then he has a family as Groot. Gunn's wow, yeah, that's a great connection you made there. If Sean Gunn as Kralin, uh, Dave Batista oh, Barista. Kralin. Oh my Kraglin. god. Kralin. I cannot believe I just He has the that. arrow now. <clears throat> yeah. He, well, yeah, anyways, Dave Barista as Drax. He is literally Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> Palm Clementif, Clem in Tiff as Mantis. Ooh. Now, uh, I'm gonna really just I'm gonna I'm gonna kill the high Don't. evolutionary's name. Don't. Oh yeah, no, you're screwed if you try to figure <laughs> out that one. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna sound it out like a preschooler. Chuck Woo Dilui. Chuck Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, yeah. And then we have Rocket, which is Bradley Cooper. That's a very easy name. And then um, I love that they put Sylvester Stallone in this as well. Well, he was in the second one. He was in the second one? Yes. What he the hell? He was the same character he played in this one. I never, I don't remember seeing him. Maybe it's because I saw um, Rocky recently and I was like, oh, Rocky. Mm. Wait, where was Pete Davidson? He had like a small can. He was one of like one of the aliens, and you couldn't see him because he had like a full thing of alien makeup on. They put him in as part of the cast. Wait, actually, yeah, Pete yeah. Davidson was in it as like a cameo, but no one knew because he had like one of the full alien like suits on. Bruh, that's, but he's yeah. just there. That, that's hilarious. Oh, and Nico no, like, uh, Nico Santos was the mm. um, alien. Realistically, like. That's pretty what cool. What would you do? Um, what would you do? For yeah, Superstore. Film? That's where I saw him. Say that one more time, Tucker. 
What would you do for a drunken sailor? That's not how it goes. Yes, it is. No, it's not. What would you do for a drunken sailor? That is not how it goes. What would you do with a drunken sailor? Tucker, what are you doing with drunken sailors, bro? What are you doing for drunken sailors, man? I would do a lot of things with a drunken sailor. Okay. Well, we took this off the deep end. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, Stop let's... Uh, what was that giggle, bro? I made, I made a sick joke about, see, like, pirates off the deep end. Get it? I got it, but oh, I didn't well, laugh. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to laugh. It was so it's funny. okay. I, I know you're laughing internally. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> anyway. So, let's get into the dislikes and likes of the movie. Who, who wants to start off? Um, I think I will start off because I'm talking right now. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. All right. So for likes, um, well, obvi- I think the visuals, I mean, compared to more recent Marvel movies, the the gra- like the CGI and visuals in this movie were amazing. Like, especially compared to, like, Love and Thunder or Quantumania, which were, like, <laughs> disgusting to look at. This was, I mean, amazing. As well, I like the, Guardians the, I, I like the backgrounds are. in Quantumania, but this, well, this yeah, one, like, they did really good on the alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. All the, the, the practical the effects of all the, yeah, the furries and all the aliens and stuff, That pra- those practical effects were really cool. I like Well, I was, I was meaning the aliens that they were killing. Oh yeah, yeah, those two. It was all really good graphically, and I like the uh, I like the story. I mean, it was there were a few moments that I was like, yeah, not the best, but I mean, I liked I I thought the ending was pretty satisfying. How they all moved yeah. on with their lives and had went on their own paths, you know. And it was a happy ending. No one died. Yeah. Which is I, I really was expecting someone to die. Yeah, me too. Well, they probably like spread the rumor that people were dying to get people to actually watch it well they made it look like that in the trailer as well yeah yeah i mean if some if marvel came out and said that someone actually died you could be kind of correct because rocket did die for a second and then it was like brought back yeah for... and then you can also say that <laughs> freaking peter died when when the vacuum is space for a second yeah realistically yeah he wouldn't have realistically he was dead yeah, he dude, he bloated up like the marshmallow dude. I know, right? You freaking like real, like a realistic. What would happen? You would like your all your blood starts to like boil and evaporate, and you just blow up. Yeah, but, yeah, Peter that's just Quill, Peter Quill mm, dead. Yeah, but apparently not. So happy ending. <laughs> I thought it was gonna. It's. I don't know why they changed the approach because in the first one he just kind of like froze. Remember, but this one he just bloats up. Stylistic yeah. change. They're trying. I to mean, be, it's funny. Though it's still James Gunn. Yeah. So I don't really know why he chose that stylistic change, but oh, James. Hey, hey, you know what? I can definitely say it worked in the sense that this is the first time in a long time that I've seen people actually like enjoy a Marvel movie. True. I did, no, I did, he really did a good job. It. He did a good job. Yeah, like, they've been on a, like a a lot of posts where it's just like coming out of uh Guardians of the Galaxy crying and stuff and it's like well I guess you they they're like MCU's <clears throat> back so like I guess it's I don't think me. it was cry worthy but it was it was pretty good I'm well, I mean, honest, crying because honest. you just during the finish scene I farted oh my god what is with you and farting you're always farting the hell is wrong with you anyways <laughs> like like I was saying so fucked up so um it wasn't really anything cry worthy, but maybe that person was crying because, well, it was like 2012 that the first one came out, right? Or 2016? 2014. Oh, Jesus, dude. That's nine years ago. Yeah, it, life, you know, it moves forward. I think that's why they were crying. That nine years ago, the first one came out, and now they're watching the third one and just realizing how much older they got. Okay. It's going to suck. But um, it is nice that they're on a winning streak again because they they oh boy, they, who's on a winning streak? This, Disney. Well, I mean, not a winning streak, but they finally published a good movie because they've been on a losing yeah. streak 
for a while with especially the Disney Plus originals. Mm. Blech, bad. Mm. I mean, you can see mixed reviews about them, but I haven't really gotten a good Marvel feel from the original so far. Mm. You know? All right. So, who wants to go next with their dislikes for the movie? You mean likes? Likes and dislikes. I like doing the dislikes first because you start on a bad note and then you end on a good note. Maybe, maybe, maybe we should be able. Anyway, so who who wants who wants to go next? I can go next. All right, Orion, go next. I I don't care. I can go next. Okay, I'm gonna talk. It's gonna be a bit of a long one. I'm gonna do oh, this like gosh. No, you know I take a long time. <laughs> this likes first. Um, frankly, there wasn't a lot to dislike. I, there were definitely some issues that I had, especially with some of the dialogue was a little weird to me. Like when Peter's like talking to Mantis and he's like, "Everyone who I've loved is died, and now I'm not gonna let Rocket die." And and he's like explaining all of the plot that we've seen for the past two movies. I didn't think that that really that conversation like I get that it had a point and it and it did get to its point eventually. I just think that it could have been done more efficiently without doing a plot synopsis of the past two movies that we have seen. Um, yeah. I don't know, just like just small stuff like that that I just thought was like a little weird or it like took me out of the immersion because it was just like an odd interaction that I think could have been done better or like <laughs> every time that like they somebody has to remind and this happens like two or three times that somebody in the group has to remind the rest of them like that rocket is literally going to die in like 48 hours like he is on his deathbed and and they're just joking around and being all goofy and then one of them's like guys we got to stop being silly we gotta help yeah. the rocket and it's like bruh that they're really gonna be like joking around and being all silly billy while their friend's literally about to die in like a few uh, like hours to be fair like, to be fair what? i've said this hundreds of times i can guarantee that if sam saw one of us get hit by a car he would just start laughing Fair yeah, that's he fair. Was, yeah, yeah. If I if I got hit by a car and I went in any shape or form, like in a slightly comical way of falling, he would be dying. It like. So... I feel like he might try doing chest compressions, but then just end up breaking our rib no, or something, and killing wouldn't. us. No, you no, don't he think he'd try doing he that? I think he would he... be in shock. And he'd yeah, he would laugh, bit. and then he'd be in shock and be like, "What?" And that's what? I don't think he would actually physically do anything. So. Yeah, no, probably not. But I think I'd laugh regardless. at Tucker. Get hit by a car, and then I'd call nine one one. But I'd laugh. I don't first. think you would. I think you would just do it malice. You would just look at him and like have your phone out and be like, "Look, I can call it. I can call it, but I'm not gonna." <laughs> <laughs> he would do that. He would. He Dude, would. he's just lying there. He's got he all his would, bones yeah. broken, and I'm just like, "Oop, I'm gonna press a button." No, press it. Um, no, you would though. You definitely <laughs> would do that. Oh um, man, um, yeah, I um, love scenarios where you get hit by a car. Okay, you wait, what was I doing? Well, you were, you were, you were no, like, I you was, was, um, I was and then you stopped talking. Yeah, I forgot that I was going. Um, okay, so. <laughs> dislikes yes just small stuff like that um that kind of just sat a little bit weird with me it was a little bit funky um mm. overall it wasn't like perfect it wasn't like in a fantastic a lot of people are saying it's like their top two or like it's like their top three marvel movie like in their top three i'm like ah. it's i mean not, it's not top three potential i mean it, it's a hell of a good movie you know i out of the gardens of the galaxy i like this one a lot but um, yeah. I don't know. There, there's I, other I feel, ones. Yeah, I think it's the best recent Marvel movie, honestly. Since like definitely recent. War Endgame. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh. Uh. What was I saying? 
Yes, uh, but I did think it was it was definitely solid. It had its problems, but I thought that despite having those sort of moderate issues, it, its highs were definitely really high for me because especially the, the, I think its main strength. I do agree with the visuals. CGI was like actually really good for once out of recent Marvel movies. I think that the the actual visual like lighting and cinematography choices were were definitely different. James Gunn kind of has a weird recently only he has like a weird unique style like i also he he directed the suicide squad which is i didn't i didn't like that movie but you didn't I like see, it i did not like well, that suicide movie. squad was still I a good movie. Was a movie i didn't I like either suicide squad movie um okay the first yeah, one i guess shit, you just the, didn't the really the like characters then first one was ass. jared leto okay second it's one marvin time <laughs> Second Dude, one was they less put that on bad, Netflix. We're Morbius? just like, yeah, they put it on where Netflix. Movies go to movies die. Go to die. Yeah, exactly. No, no, that is where movies go to thrive. Tucker, Dude. you're just talking about your favorite movie, Cuties, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man, that's uh, that's such a horrible show. It's a movie, not a show. <laughs> okay. I thought it was a show. Okay, okay. No, it's a movie. It's a well, movie. I never watched it, so how would I know? <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. I okay. Top. My my favorite parts in the movie definitely Rocket's backstory. That was like oh yeah, so f- well done. It for no reason. It was just so good. Oh yeah, I don't think there's a single so flaw in his backstory. It was it was perfect. The way that the the story, like the actual like written story of it, the um the dialogue between the characters, the little motifs, and then you have this the this the interaction between the high evolutionary and his descent into just like absolute obsession with Rocket because he he's a self-thinking being that has surpassed him in in many ways. And then the death of of Rocket's friends is just like devastating. I mean, you know it's yeah, gonna yeah, happen. That was so sad, yeah. You know it's gonna happen because you know they aren't like in the main plot line, you yeah. know. But they, they were so innocent too, you know. They I were, know. Like, they thought the they were gonna they go to the promised land, and oh. But then, yeah. yeah, they they were never going, which is just horrific. No. Um, and that was messed up. Um, well, they they did. Rocket, do- they did it really well. Rocket's past was definitely one of my favorite parts in the movie. Well, um, anyone's favorite part of any, like the comics, even like Rocket Raccoon. The reason I like this movie so much is that they tap more into him because I love him as a character. But he has one of the best backstories in you know Marvel. I, uh, it's great to see it in film. You know. Yeah. yeah. I. Uh, let's see. Another peak is definitely just the high evolutionary in general as the most disgusting but such well-written awful character if that makes yeah. sense he is just there is no redeeming quality there what is no mean? remorse there is nothing he's a good guy tucker he is tucker he just is, really respects him he is literally guy. he is literally the personification of like corporate inhumane like control it's and also and also like um uh uh uh, what is it called um uh social darwinism and like (laughs) ethnocentric like almost like nazi sort of ideals in that way um a lot of big words i agree yes i don't understand any of them but i'll nod along with you but i thought he was like okay he the 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 okay so he's he's a he's a mad god villain that's like his his archetype uh he has a god complex he he seeks perfection i think his line was like he turns the chaos of the world into music and that's his whole he that's what he thinks he's doing when in reality he's taking the beauty of the natural world and turning it into something gruesome and and brutal and he's and he's brutalizing a the way that things are because he can't tolerate them he has to he has to do something about it uh, another point do, in the movie do you think he, that people liked him as a villain because he kind of seemed like thanos he wasn't like thanos at all i completely disagree no nah, yeah, he wanted no, he a perfect civilization just like thanos no 
Thanos wanted to do what he thought was best for the entire... It was actually very selfless. He wanted to take away half of the people so that those left could thrive with what resources there were. He thought that what he was doing was the best for everyone. He, he had to kill his own daughter. He was very selfless. And the, the High Evolutionary the, wanted to create a perfect civilization. That's not the same thing. The High Evolutionary is extremely egotistical. He but both became, characters also play a god. They're not god, but they play a god. Like, like they're a god. Thanos doesn't play a god. He, 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 he believes himself like he's a god. He you know, has ultimate power. He's killing gods. But he gives it up. Yeah, he doesn't hold on purpose, to that power. But he plays God with his abilities. I guess I see what you're saying, but I think that the the grand evolutionary or the high evolutionary is even more so an archetype of like a, a god, a mad god character, because he 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 says there is no god. That's why that's why he stepped in, and that's why he does what he does. <clears throat> he has to to create some sort of order, but it's really just his ideal of what order is. And then once he created something that that surpassed him, Rocket, he became obsessed and, and angry because he was he was jealous of Rocket's accomplishment. He was jealous that uh, he could not solve a problem, even though his creation could. And he thought that was like unfair, and, and he became obsessed with that. Um, very true. Very true. He is a control character. So he has ultimate power over everything with the with the the strength to destroy and create civilizations on a whim. He has no value in life whatsoever. He only wishes to create what he sees as the perfect world, which is really which is not possible. His ideal of perfection is no is not obtainable, but he believes it is. Another thing that I thought was really cool was um after two things that are kind of related uh after rocket attacked him and like tore up his face the fact that then you know there's a few things to say here but he's literally he's wearing a mask that's like a regular normal symmetrical nice face not well (laughs) perhaps um but then underneath it's grotesque and monstrous and and just and gross and that sort of is literally metaphorical for what he's doing. He thinks he's making something perfect and ideal, when in reality it's not. It's it like like Counter Earth still has the same problems as Earth. Um, hmm. The creatures he creates are no no better than than anyone else. No better than he is because he thinks he's some perfect being, but he's not because he he is angry and short tempered and 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 obsessive. Um, another thing about that is it was kind of alluded to earlier in the movie when Peter Quill called him Skeletor. He said he was a Skeletor wannabe because of his purple suit, but then like his face literally looks like skeletal. Oh, I yeah, thought I that was funny. Does. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I thought that was a funny little... I don't know. I, I would assume it's intentional because it's very... Oh, yeah. yeah it makes sense yeah. that it's intentional. Yeah, but um, but then also after... So after you know, he shot Rocket's friends. He he just sort of made fun of Rocket for for like crying and being angry because he has no regard for life or emotions or anything like that. And then and Rocket attacks him and off. gets his face ripped off. And then right afterwards, what he does is he focuses his attention on himself and he makes these weird like gravity controlling things. And then he he says, now even gravity you know bends to his will. So he lost power temporarily when rocket attacked him he didn't have control over that situation and that made him you know have this whole he had, he had like a crisis and then tried to regain that power by you know controlling things that were never meant to be controlled like gravity like and then rocket um, had those boots and then rocket had the boots in the end. So he just yeah uno reverse card that um, yeah there were a lot of like things that were like oh you know this is i'm doing this and then it's going to become relevant in the future yeah, and that was cool. Um, well, those are always fun to spot out. You're kind of like, ooh, you know what? I think that's going to be used later on. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. Those are my two main high points, which are, like, in my opinion, really high high points because they're just so complex and interesting characters and interesting, a really cool backstory that was done, like, perfectly, I thought. 
and then the whole symbolism of like wanting to see the sky and then you find out later that his friends are like in in heaven or whatever and then and that's really nice um, well we really got to talk about it <laughs> i mean <laughs> we spent like 20 minutes just talking about the villain i know but it's so they, good they did good job writing him for even just 20 like minutes one time villain so yeah i know he's a one yeah. but that's okay i think he went he he's not he has interesting characteristics and he has an interesting connection with the main character as as an antagonist but one movie i think is enough for him because he got a lot of screen time he was like the first character on screen i think no well yeah his hand over baby rocket he was like one of the first characters that you see so i think yeah, he got a ton of screen time and i think it was fair um, well are they gonna bring was it one of you guys that were like oh yeah they're gonna bring back one of the actors maybe to play kang what what? Maybe, maybe that was uh, someone else I was talking to. Probably. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, but I think the actor, I'm not even going to pronounce his name again, but I think he did a great job playing him. I, it oh, would yeah. be cool to see him play Kang since, you know, the original guy is kind of in deep waters. But, what do um, you mean? You, don't, you know, the actor. Oh, you don't know about John Majors? No. Yeah, he he has oh. some bad stuff going on. Yeah, oh, he's actually. probably not gonna be. He's not probably not gonna be king anymore. Oh, so they, they're gonna need to change him out. Like, um, it's gonna be the same thing with Iron Man when they changed out who um War Machine was gonna be, and they switched uh, to um yeah. mm. Don Cheadle. Yeah, Don, I I missed the name, and I Don was Cheadle's like, how can, how the hell can I miss the name? Yeah, he's um, president now. I don't think they're not gonna. They're not going to bring back this guy. I don't know if they could do that, though, because that'd be like an inconsistency. That wouldn't make sense. They wouldn't do that. Well, that's what I was thinking. But I mean, how the hell else are you going to replace Kang? You know, get a different black guy who can act, bro. I guess there's more than like five black people who can act. Let's do Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh my god. Shut up. That would be good. Know, that would be good too. It'd be a complete I'd, wa- I'd watch it. But I'd it would be watch good. It. Dude, that would be hilarious. The thing is, Kang is supposed to be scary. Kevin Hart isn't scary. <laughs> he he could be, you know, making a little gremlin, you know, because he's so short and just make him run around, you know. That'd be pretty scary. Oh my lord. What the hell? <laughs> a little Kevin Hart gremlin running around. That's that that's just like that's not even imagine. Oh man, we spent a lot of time talking about the high evolutionary that I haven't even talked yet. It's so good. He's okay, a he's yeah, a great he's... villain for only two hours of writing. But uh, anyways, I'm gonna get into what I disliked and liked about the movie, and I'll keep it brief. So what I disliked was um, at first I thought the outfits looked kind of stupid, which I mean the Guardians of the Galaxy outfits oh, I saw them. Well, they had it leak, and I was like, oh, those kind of look stupid. But they are comic-related. Like, they're the same uniforms that that they wear in the comics. And it wasn't until they were fighting in that hallway that I was like, damn, those outfits look good. But um, also the suits from the, like, organic planet looked really stupid. And I don't know why the hell they... Like, the guard ones. Yeah, the guard ones look stupid. But I also don't know why they did Among Us characters. (laughs) <laughs> like they were actually because among us, us funny yeah, yeah among us why is pretty funny man well you just have characters as their suits it was weird <clears throat> but um that was really my only gripe mm-hmm. um there were a couple parts where it was like off topic it was weird but it was pretty well written mostly um but some stuff I that i really really good. liked Humor was good. Humor wasn't like they were trying to be funny every single moment, but it was more like just naturally like came along. And Peter Quill is one of those people who just the entire Gardens of the Galaxy don't take anything serious. So their humor works for them. If you tried to have I don't know who who who's a if you tried having the Punisher crack the same jokes, it would never work. Because you have two different characters who behave differently. Okay. Anyways, sure. moving on. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just using the Punisher as an example. They're never going to make a movie of him, sadly, but just he, he's an example. Um, pretty good TV show about him. Oh, the TV show is amazing. I wish they continued it. Anyways, moving on before I get too off topic. I don't want to keep it too long. But um, I love I yeah, love the neither. action in this. 
like I was so surprised at how much gorier it is than I. I thought it was going to be more PG thirteen, but I was kind of debating if this should actually be rated PG thirteen. It yeah, wasn't like kind of goes on that line, you know. Well, it wasn't like Deadpool where you have f words every three seconds or cutting someone in half, but. You know, they did cut people in half. They blew a hole through an alien's chest and you, like, see through it. You have one F-word, which is the only reason that they were able to stay PG-13. But, um, yeah, I love the action. I I wish that they incorporated more action into movies. But you want to keep it PG-13 because, you know, most people will watch PG-13 movies. But, like, in the 1990s, you'd have movies that have, like, 15 people get shot. But now you have that in this time and day, and that's going to be a rated R movie. But um, I, I want movies to start incorporating more gore and action. <laughs> um, I don't know. That, that's all. I, I thought the movie was really good with the action. CGI during those action scenes were good. And the villains, like the goons, were cool and interesting to look at. Like, you had high evolutionary made aliens. Like that pig with a really feminine feminine voice, but it was an that ugly was pig robot that gets cut in half. That was pretty hot. Now yeah. that's something. called Warthog. Like Warhog, yeah. Warhog, yeah. And yeah, I thought the bird. design was pretty cool. They they designed the main like the goons really well. Alright, all silence. Uh who else hasn't gone yet? I think we've all gone. Oh. Everyone who's important anyway, yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess we can move on to the ratings. Um, who wants to go yeah. first with the rating? Uh, I think Tucker should go first. I can't believe Tucker's going to rate it what he's rating it because uh, he already said what he was going to rate it. I didn't. I, I don't know what he said. So, what? T- uh, t- come on, t- Tucker. T- Tucker. What, what are you rating it? Come on. What are you rating it? Be done talking. Well, we're waiting for you to talk. So talk. Okay, I would give it a uh, eighty-five out of hundred. That's hey, less than even before. Did Tucker even do his likes and dislikes? Yes, I did. Oh, what were your likes? He's just forgettable. <laughs> I just thought he's just humor. generic and forgettable, oh. like his personality. Oh. oh. But yeah, no, I so like 85. 85. Hmm. I can't believe you're rating 85. I'm allowed to have an opinion, dude. No, I know, and I can I still say that yeah. opinion is weird. What, do you think that's too low or high, Brendan? Like, what? Hold on. What's what's bad. your favorite Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Uh, two. Really? Seriously, two? Exactly. That's that's okay. why I say why. You think uh, the second one is better than the first one? Yeah, I like Ego. He's funny. Oh, bro. I like the third, Bruh. the first, and then the second. I'm allowed to have an opinion, dear God. Yeah, it's just a weird one. It's, it's just, just a, a weird shit one. one. <laughs> okay, at least I like baked lays. That's fair, Brendan. Now you're, you're just changing the topic. That's We're talking accurate. about Brendan, your you're bad. Oh, wait, you're no, bad. no, no, straw, straw man. Straw man argument. I learned about this in English. Straw man. Get it? It's changing the argument to make it easier to de- defend. Learning about logical fallacies. Well, he's just oh, he's okay. changing the argument. He doesn't get so much heat. Anyways, moving on from Tucker's horrible decisions. Uh, who wants Tucker's to go next? Logical fallacy. Yeah. Andrew, you want to go next? Uh, sure. I'll give it a solid 89, I think. 89's more fair. Yeah, I still think the first one is obviously the best one out of the three. But mm-hmm. this, I think this is better than the second one. Alright. And now, Orion, what would you rate it? 79. 79? What the hell? You were on and on about the high evolutionary, and then you're like, 79. Yeah, it's maybe called, not that. It's called an opinion, Brendan. Yeah. My original, People can when have I first them. saw it, after I saw it, I was like, hmm, I would say that's a solid 79, because I'm not going to say it's a full 8, but it's not, like, below, it's not too much below it. But thinking about it, and going through, once again, all the things that I liked about it, and the complexity, I think it deserves a, a higher rating than that. So I would give it a, not a, not, not definitely not a 90. But probably like eighty-two. Wow, you guys are much more hor- harsh than I was going to be. I-, I was going to rate it a ninety-four. 
Well, my rating system is just it's really very high. strict. Yeah, you got only like three list to go off. Three, yeah, my I only have like three movies that have nines. Yeah, I I just yeah. rate the movies like, ooh, that movie gave me a bunch of serotonin. I'm gonna go like, yay, or actually, it's dopamine. <laughs> dopamine. dopamine. Yeah, yeah I was dopamine. like, yay, I got dopamine, so I rate it. But I I don't know. I enjoyed the movie. It had action, and maybe I'm rating it so high because the other movies kind of sucked, but. <laughs> I liked it. If I got to see it again, I'd see it again because it was a good movie. Definitely, that's fair. I mean, that, that's how you'd rate anything. If I got a chance, I'd see the movie again. Like Evil Dead Rise, I wouldn't really see that again. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like a one and done thing. Again. I feel like. Yeah, but I mean, if it's a good movie and I'd want to see it again, I'd I'd rate it higher. But um. I guess that's everything. Are there any other yeah. statements for like our longest podcast episode ever? No, let's leave um, now. Bye. I don't think this. Hey, is you want to know movie. how much money they spent on the movie? Oh a yeah, it's probably like that spent a lot on makeup. I know that they spent. Like, I heard that they spent a lot on makeup. Well, obviously, yeah. Above or below a hundred million? Above. Um, above. above yeah. movie, so yeah, above. Above or below one eighty? I think it is one eighty. You think I it feel is like it's below 180 yeah. is like wow. It's 250 million. Holy crap! <sighs> yeah. Oh, so hold think. on, hold on. How um how much money did they earn from this movie? In the box office, Wikipedia says it was uh, 365.6 million. So they oh, got so like they uh, got their money 110, back. So far, million. so far, it's still in theaters. So far, right? That's true. So far. Well, I mean, yep. they had a pretty cool. good opening, like, week then. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes oh, sense. Yeah. I mean, it's the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah, I, I feel like they might bring back some of the characters that they decide to. Because they, um... Star-Lord. Well, they, they pulled back a uh, Star Wars moment where they didn't kill off the characters, but they had the characters still stay alive, just out of the scene for a bit. Because I remember, um seeing something where um, Henry Ford wanted Han Solo to die, but George Lucas was like, just hold on, don't kill Han Solo. So they froze him. And then when the movie got back on again, they unfroze Han Solo instead of just saying, oh, he survived dying, you know? Mm. I feel like if one, of, if any of the characters feel like coming back to the movies, they're going to incorporate that into the plot because they aren't dead, they're just going their separate ways. Yeah, that's crazy, man. All right. Have a nice day, everyone. Nice episode. Okay. Oh. Bye bye. Have a good day. Adios. Yes. Have a nice life. Ciao.